0: This is Daily Devotions Best Of with Pastor Tim Dodson from J.F. Believers Church. Subscribe to our podcast by visiting jfbelievers.com. The Gospel of Luke, Chapter 9. Verse 7 of our text says, Now Herod the Tetrarch heard of all that was done by him, and he was very perplexed because it was said by some that John had risen from the dead, and by some that Elijah had appeared, and by others that one of the old prophets had risen again. Herod, verse 9, said, I beheaded John, but who is this about whom I hear such things? He sought to see him. The effect of the apostles' ministry endeavors were evident immediately their words and their actions found their way even to the highest levels of society, even to the ears and the hearts of the rulers of their day. It's interesting that so often those who refuse to follow can oftentimes believe so wholeheartedly, and those who claim to follow so often poorly believe. Here we have Herod, no doubt a confessed pagan, experiencing the very fear of God, while many of us who have been believers for years so willingly sin against him, apparently, without fear of any recourse. Herod, you see, had beheaded John the Baptist. We read about that story in the Gospel of Mark. It was ultimately a frivolous act of the flesh, an act in which he was attempting to protect his worldly integrity. Men of the world often do such foolish things in the name of pride and pleasure. And now Herod was struggling with a guilty conscience. He was captive to his unanswered spiritual questions. In other words, he was like all men outside the family of God today. Verse 10 says the apostles, when they had returned, told him what things they had done he took them and withdrew apart to a desert city of a city called Vesadia. But the multitudes perceiving it followed him. He welcomed them, spoke to them of God's kingdom, and he cured those who needed healing. While we see some of the results here of the first apostolic venture, we are left, I think, wanting as to the details. No doubt that record is reserved. For us but will be only viewed in the eternal realm Jesus wanted time now for the boys to rest to share the events of their journeys and to be recharged but the demands of the ministry simply would not allow it the multitudes were hungry for truth and they diligently followed after Christ as always he received them into his midst Taught them of the kingdom rum, and he healed those who were sick. Call upon the lives of those who serve in such service before God. Well, it's high. There are no shortcuts. It is costly, time-consuming, frankly, oftentimes overwhelming. Because the need is great. And the loving disciple will, will not only step up, But is quite anxious to meet the need after all we are bond servants willing slaves of jesus christ however we would do well to realize that ultimately it is his ministry and we must still make a concerted effort to spend alone time with jesus we have nothing to offer others that we do not personally have ourselves if we fail in this we're apt to forget our objectives become lost in the battle. Yes, we must be strong and we must fight hard, but we also must find that time alone with Christ to seek his critique of our service and certainly to receive future marching orders. Verse 12 says, The day began to wear away, and the twelve came and said to him, Send the multitude away that they may go to the surrounding villages and farms and lodge and get food. we are here in a deserted place." But he said to them, you give them something to eat. And they said, we have no more than five loaves and two fish unless we should go and buy food for all these people. Immediately, the great need of men presented itself. It always does. It does because the emptiness in men will never be filled by this world. The Apostles saw both the overwhelming need and the seemingly impossibility of the situation before them. They expressed rather an air of annoyance, kind of a angst at this dilemma before them. They even went so far as to feel obligated to point out to Jesus where he was as if he didn't know. We often tend to feel that we need to tell Jesus the answer and then, you know, try to elicit his support. We must remember that Jesus had, at this point, called, empowered, and sent out these men to do His work. Such directive was not given lightly, nor was it meant to be exercised merely during a nine-to-five work day. They had been given the position and the power, and now Jesus was placing them in the situation to act. They no doubt were tired, they no doubt needed to rest, but their work was not over they were being compelled by Jesus to continue in the service. Now all of these people that were in front of them were far from home and they were hungry. Such is very much the state of mankind today. With night coming on, for us too, I think we have precious little time to feed these hungry souls. Sometimes when the need is the greatest, we are tempted to resign our commission and well excuse ourselves from the battle we cite all sorts of earthly reasons for our sabbatical and while we need rest and and, and an extended ministry vacation it's not permitted not for those who willingly accepted this call upon their lives we need to note the words of Jesus to his Apostles here he said you give them something to eat in this scene, the apostles at first missed a mark. They, they only saw what they did not have instead of what they did have. And we, like the apostles, are apt to work in the extreme. We either try to go it alone or we attempt to not go at all. But Jesus was not seeking unilateral action on their part or our part. But he was seeking rather a real effort and a movement in ministry. And in doing so, that movement compels us to completely trust and rely on God. He wants us, he has to do our part, and he promises to do his if we trust him. Hebrews 11:6 says, Without faith it is impossible to be well-pleasing to him, for he who comes to God must believe that he exists and that he is a rewarder of those who seek him. That was our daily devotions by Pastor Tim Dodson. For more information about Tim Dodson and Believers Church, visit jfbelievers.com.